I'm Beverly Sartain, and this is the Holistic Coach Legacy Podcast, where you get support in being an impactful and confident coach. In today's episode, we are featuring Amy Anderson. We are going to be chatting with Amy about writing your book, and she's going to be busting some major myths for you that may be getting in the way of you writing your book now. I hope you enjoy this one. I thoroughly did. Amy and I have a true heartfelt connection and I am starting to write my second book. So this was a very inspirational episode for me too. Hope you enjoy and thank you as always for being here. Welcome, Amy. We're so grateful to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks, Beverly. I'm thrilled to join you. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Absolutely. I've been very excited about this, and I'm really glad that you said yes to being here. And just so that the listeners know how we know each other is that we were in a paid group together. We were working with a coach, and we met there, and we clicked there, and... um connected with one another outside of the group. And I'm super grateful that we have carried on our connection. So thank you truly for being here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And it's so wonderful when that happens, isn't it? When you're in a paid group with someone and you get to make all kinds of new connections and it expands beyond that, that group, you know, the, the ripple effect of a coaching group is so awesome. It truly is. I always tell people, show up powerfully because you're going to make incredible connections. You're going to meet people that perhaps have connections to those you serve. You just really can't underestimate the power of a collective group of people getting together and what can be created from that. So I'm always open to these types of connections and partnerships and collaborations, because I truly, I love lifting other people up. And then it's also nice to receive that on the other end. Well, it absolutely shows up too, and how you show up. I don't don't know if any of your listeners are in groups with you, but they, you, you show up full on when you're in a group, you really do. You show up just fully. You, you're transparent, you're helpful. I mean, it, it absolutely shows your, your values uh, come with you into every group you're in. Thank you. I'm glad you said yeah. that. Cause I tell people about that, <laughs> like, right. You're like, you're affirming what I tell my group, you know, yeah. it's like, that's actually one of the ways that I tend to create clients is by powerfully showing up in a group. And Mm -hmm. it's not just, that's not the intention behind it. The intention is that I want to get the most value out of being there, but I also want to provide value by being there. And I find that that combination impacts people and they remember you or they reach out to you or, you know, so thank you for saying that. (laughs) Totally, totally. And as an introverted person, I'll say, because it's hard for me to be consistent in groups as an introvert. I find that I am a little up and down with it. And I know other introverts who have the same experience. So it's nice that there are people who are more consistent with it because when I do come in and share in a group or I show up and make my comment, I know that you and a handful of other people are always going to be there to rally around and comment or give feedback or something. So really, if you're capable of showing up consistently in a group like that, absolutely do it. It's, it makes a difference to the people who, who don't. And when we remember you. That's wonderful. That's super sweet feedback. 
So let's jump into talking about your backstory a bit. I mean, how did you become a writing coach? Uh, well, it, it's, it, it's not what I started out uh, intending to do, <laughs> you know, as is the story for a lot of people, right? Um, but no, I started um, as my, my first gig out of college. Actually, I was um, just an editor for a, a business, and then I was a, a writer and producer for a local TV station. And I wanted to go to college to get my master's degree and, and become a novelist. And I pursued some of that. But then I began to work as a freelance writer and get magazine writing gigs. And I really enjoyed that. I really liked just, I guess, writing a fresh story all the time, meeting new people, interviewing people. Um, I worked for several different magazines on staff, including Success Magazine, where I ended my career there as a senior editor. And I, I loved doing that. I also loved the content strategy that goes into being a magazine editor. So when I left there, I, I had been a freelance writer um, in the early 2000s, but <laughs> I really, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't know that being a freelance writer was a business. <laughs> I thought like, okay, well, I have a, I have a laptop and a mailbox because that's how you got paid back in 2003 was your mailbox. And, um, I don't need anything else. But by 2012, I had taken some entrepreneurial courses and learned a lot more about business. And I understood that with a business plan, I could succeed better. So I relaunched in 2012 and had a team and I did content strategy, website work, editing, ghostwriting, all kinds of stuff. So one day I had this client and she and I were working on her blogs and she she liked to write, so she would send me kind of a rough draft of a blog, and then I would go in and edit it. And I liked giving my comments on the page, and she wanted me to do a video call with her. And this was like 2014, and Zoom really wasn't a thing. We were all Skyping, okay? <laughs> and um, I'm like, I, and again, I'm an introvert, okay? So I'm like, I, I don't, oh, I got all whiny. Like, I don't want to do Skype. I have to do my makeup. And why, why can't she just read the edits off the page? I was super aggravated with it. And I got on the call with her and I start walking her through the edits. And I realized about halfway through the call why she needed it because she didn't need an editor as much as she needed a writing coach. She being creative is hard sometimes. It's lonely, right? It's filled with self-doubt and questions and what she needed was someone to just stand by her and help her ask the right questions to build her own confidence, to remind herself, oh, I really do know what I'm talking about here. Oh, I really do know my people really well, and I know what they need, and I know how to help them. But in the midst of writing and trying to pick the right word, she started to question herself so much that she was paralyzed. So that really, something clicked in my head at that point, that a service that people really needed and weren't really getting a whole lot, especially in the business writing community, was coaching. So I had at that point already been um, a community college English professor, and I had done my master's degree work in creative writing. So I took all that and I created a framework to help people write a book and to coach people through that process, because by then I had also been asked to edit books. And from there, it really just took off. I I really found that 
walking people through a specific structure of how to be creative and stay accountable to yourself and still be in allowance of your humanity while you write Mm -hmm. was really important. So that's, it's one of the things I love to do the most. It's fantastic. Like what, what a journey you've been on. And I think it's so important for people to hear. I always talk about the unfolding that happens that we come in thinking we're going to do one thing and there's an unfolding that happens and it leads us to somewhere else. And it sounds like your story, you know, depicts that really, really well. So that's beautiful. And what would, yeah, what would you say is your, your absolute favorite thing to help people with as a writing coach? I, I love helping people see their own brilliance. I love helping people see how much wisdom they have, how many stories they can tell, like that you, we all have this little box of stories in us that's brimming over with stories once it's opened, but when it's closed, it feels tiny and kind of plain. And sometimes you need somebody else to help you unlock it. Mm -hmm. So by using all the interview skills that I got as a magazine editor, I help people kind of unlock that box and realize, oh my gosh, I have this wealth of information and knowledge and stories and emotional impact to share with people. And watching that unfold is, it feels sacred to me. It feels Mm -hmm. like I am a conduit for that divine creative energy that we all have. And to get to participate in that process with someone is, it's a really beautiful experience. That's awesome, Amy. Yes. That like, that resonates so much with even when I train coaches and we, we talk about powerful questions to evoke awareness for somebody like that's Mm -hmm. essentially what you're doing with your interview questions Mm -hmm. is you're helping them evoke their own awareness and take that lid off and share their stories. So that's, that is such a sacred experience to, to witness and be a part of. It is. And I think it's something that we all, I mean, of course, I think a lot of times we, we coach on things that we need coaching on, right? <laughs> we, we take our heart for something that we've unlocked for ourselves and try to unlock that for someone else. And for me, my own voice and my own ability to share my stories and my wisdom and the things that I've gained through my own life experience, that's been a struggle for me as well. And in fact, right now, this is crazy. I can't believe I did this to myself, but I committed on Instagram to write 90 days of posts, just basically saying exactly whatever I want to say every day. And for me, that feels like a big risk, which you wouldn't think so being a writing coach, like you think, well, that's no big deal. But for me, that's still, that's quite a stretch. So I think that's also part of why I love getting to participate in this Mm -hmm. unlocking experience with others is that it's still something I work on for myself. That's really nice. Yeah. We get to actualize while we're helping other people actualize. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So I know you like talking about myths around book Mm -hmm. writing for your business. So what are some common myths that you'd like to share with us? Okay. I do love this. Thank you very much. I, I think that there are a lot of misconceptions out there. Um, even among people who are, are helping business owners write books, I don't think most people are out there trying to cheat folks. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do think there are just some misunderstandings and misconceptions about what actually works, but 
there are also some people out there sharing some misinformation in order to make money. So what I want you to know, if you are listening to this and you want to write a book to build your business, is that just because somebody says this is what you have to have, it's not necessarily true for you. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest ones here is that you have to have a bestseller. False. Okay, that is a myth. You do not have to have a bestseller for a book to help your business. What you do need to do is create a book that actually connects people to your business. So Mm -hmm. let's say you write a book and it's really good and you put it up on Amazon and oh my gosh, tons of people find it. And in the first 30 days, it zooms up there and you get a bestseller badge and wow, that's exciting. And it feels great, right? And it, it has a certain amount of cachet to say that you have a bestseller. But all those people read your book and then they move on with their lives and you don't have any more clients. That's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's It doesn't really build your business. So uh, just having a bestseller is no guarantee of that. So what does actually build your business is a plan, a business plan, what I call a book to business bridge that helps readers become clients through some very natural, intuitive relationship building steps between your book and your business offerings. So whether that's your coaching package or your online course or your workshop, whatever you may be offering, there have to be some steps between your book and those services that help people build trust with you, that help people see what it's like to work with you. And planning that out, even before you write the book, can be really impactful. But I've worked with people after they've written a book and they're like, I'm just not getting any results with this. And then we hammer out that plan. They tweak the marketing of their book a little bit and then they see those clients roll in. So really it is about connecting readers to you in a way that they can see clearly what is the next step to take. Fantastic. Really great information. And um, I downloaded your ebook that you have. And so I've started to read some of the things that you're sharing in the ebook. And it's just it's really great. So let me ask you about this. What about publishing? Any myths around publishing that you can bust for us? Because I know this is always an area that confuses and overwhelms people. Yes. And, you know, before I even say this, I'm going to tell you a myth about marketing. And people probably think of this as publishing, but um, one of the biggest myths I like to bust people, bust people, bust for people is the concept of a book launch. Um, Yes, you can absolutely spend a lot of either a lot of time or a lot of money or both on launching a book, meaning putting out tons of marketing, doing tons of interviews, doing you know, paying for advertising, doing like a a book street team, all kinds of things you can do to launch your book. And I have seen people essentially take on another full-time job in order to do this. You will get a big boost in sales. And if a bestseller badge is on your list, then that's how to do it, right? Is to launch that book and get it to bestseller status right away. However, because bestseller status isn't necessary to build your business, You can allow that to happen organically over time. And instead of spending all that time and money to launch your book, you could spend that time and money on the business plan in between your book and your business. So for example, I had this client, um, she came to me, this was years ago. She came to me to write her book. 
She owned a brick and mortar business, actually, two different locations, but she wanted to transition into online business. And so we wrote her book for female business owners on how to tell if your struggling business is worth saving. And we worked on it. She finished it. She got it designed. It was so cute. She was excited about publishing and then she published it. And then that was it. And like, there was nothing on social media. I was shocked. I was like, wait, she didn't announce it or anything. She just hit publish on Amazon and then moved on with her life because she was creating a beta round of her online course and she was launching a podcast because those for her were the steps in her book to business bridge. So she spent her time and money on the steps in her book to business bridge rather than a giant launch. Today, that woman has a seven figure online business empire, right? She, that book is a bestseller because her clients made it a bestseller, not because she spent tons of time on the front end launching a book. The book wasn't the point for her. It was a stepping stone, right? So that I think is huge for people. I know a lot of people who are like, I'm just, I have to wait to do this book until I have time to launch it. You don't really, you don't have to launch it. It's not a SpaceX rocket. Okay. It's a, it's a book. Like you can just put it out there. It's okay. It's okay. You can still make money. It's not, you can still make your money back. In fact, you'll make more money back if you'll focus on your business plan than if you focus on a launch. It's such great feedback. And I just love the essence of what you're sharing. It again is having you connect with that deeper why behind the book mm-hmm. versus just doing a book because that's what you think you should do. Yeah. And so I love how you're talking about this because it just, it has more of that, that spiritual essence behind it of, of being intentional around well, what you're really trying to do with this. Yeah. And, you know, I talk about the money because I think that so many people feel like, well, I can't really, I think a lot of people have that book dream in them, that mm-hmm. longing to write a book. They're like, gosh, I, so many people say to me, I have a book in me. I don't know why we talk about it like that, but everybody does. I have a book in me. So if you know you have a book in you, but you've been putting it off because you're like, I can't see the ROI on this. I have to spend time with my current clients. I can't devote you know, an hour a day to this when I don't even know how I'm going to make my money back, right? Because you got to pay for the, you do have to pay for an editor most likely you do have to pay for a book designer. There are some very affordable ways to get it done, but you will be spending at least a few hundred dollars. And if you don't feel like you can do that without making it back immediately, it may be blocking you from doing what you actually feel called to do. And so I'm telling you, please do it anyway. Just spend the time because you can make your money back through the clients you get from that book. And I've seen people make it back within the first month or two. It just depends on, again, that business plan that you create around it. And I say business plan. It doesn't have to be some fancy document. It's just about thinking of the steps you take as a reader between the book and the services. Right. I love that you keep driving home that point around the the plan. Um, And that's something that you do with people to support them, because that's what supports the intention behind what what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. it's so valuable to get intentional and then just to execute and follow your steps that you've created for yourself. So I love the way you're talking about this is so like authentic and genuine, which you always are. 
And you are, you're so genuine and authentic. I love that about you. Um, And I know that you've, you've had some of your own challenges in your life, um, in your personal story. So how have you been able to use your personal life to enrich your professional life? Well, I mean, so many ways, right? I think anyone who's had a life challenges understands that the the wisdom, the personal growth, the um I guess the the self-awareness yeah. that you achieve once you walk through challenges, you know, just it's invaluable and it, and it bleeds into every area of your life. You know, I um so I celebrated recently 20 years of sobriety. I saw that. It's incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really cool and I feel very grateful and um and and I do have a trauma background. Mm-hmm. And both of those things, you know, <laughs> lend themselves to doing things a little differently than maybe some other business owners, some other book coaches. And I'm pretty transparent about parts of my story. I think that that fact, the fact that I'm fairly open about that, and obviously I don't share everything, but I do share some. And that draws certain people to me. They yes. see me as a potential writing partner because of my writing skill and my, my expertise, my background. I mean, I've got like 20 years of experience, but they also see me as a writing partner who they can trust with their own difficult experiences because I've got mine. I, I, they know I'm not going to judge. I'm not someone who's going to look at them side-eyed because they're neurodivergent in some way, right? Like mm-hmm. I get that. Um, I, I recently did... Um, I did a post about a week ago on LinkedIn about my sobriety and it went viral, which I've had articles through success magazine go viral, but I've never had anything just me. And it was really surreal. Um, and the, the responses I got for the most part were were very affirming and supportive and, and lovely. And I did get some messages. I did not put it out there to get business. I put it out there because I believe in raising awareness for recovery, that recovery is a thing that we do recover from alcoholism and drug addiction and we succeed and have, have happy lives. Mm -hmm. We're capable of being good friends and good parents and all that stuff. So I put it out there for that, but I ended up getting some business from it. And the people who are coming to me, I I had a call with a woman a couple of days ago and she was like, I just really feel like you could help me with my book because when I share certain things in my book, I don't have to explain them to you. Mm. So you know, being yourself, showing up authentically as yeah. you, warts and all, what that does is it allows the people who need you to say, oh, I can be myself with you. And it, it really attracts the right people to you just just by being yourself. So my own challenges, although I would, I would definitely trade some of them if I could. Right. <laughs> Totally. Um, yeah. <sighs> okay. But I, but at the same time, the wisdom I've gotten on the other side and the, the courage to just show up as me has given me just the, the huge blessing of being able to work with some pretty phenomenal, strong, courageous people who are pulled to me because of what I've been through. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's always what I feel from you too, is that, that just raw authenticity that's there. And I love what you're sharing because it's vulnerability. It's like the vulnerability and transparency that we put out there. It like takes the shield down for other people and they Mm -hmm. feel like they can be 
the truth of who they are and share their vulnerable parts um, with us as well. So, yeah, I just, you know, I just want to keep encouraging that that part or pieces of you um, because those are the things I connect with too, Amy. So thanks, Beverly. I appreciate that feedback. Yeah. So if someone's starting their first book or their second book, like me, what specific services do you provide that could support someone? Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. I um, I do work with people on anywhere from their first to their who knows how many book. <laughs> I, I worked with a woman a couple of years ago on her third book, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and thankfully it was it was very successful. And um, we did that whole book to business bridge type thing with it, and it really helped her see some great results with the book. Um, but I think for me, I I really think about people in two different camps. Um, one is the person who's a very DIY you, you just, just give me the materials and let me go do it kind of person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just give me the videos, give me the guides. And so I created the book to business club for those folks. And I also, I restructured it recently. It's, um, you get everything at once and it's very affordable monthly payments because I think so many coaches and small business owners are struggling with, you know, what's been going on in the world the last couple of years. And I want you to be able to write your book, no matter where you are financially. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really important because the world needs what you have to say. So, uh, I do offer that in the book to business club. It's all the resources you need to plan, outline, write, edit, market, and publish your book. There's even some branding stuff in there. I, I try to put everything in there that you need to get it done and get it out there in a way that's successful for your business. Um, there's also an option in there to work with me in a small group capacity. Mm-hmm. But then some people want more one-on-one help and I do offer writing coaching. We start with book development though. Again, I, I've said this multiple times, but I think if you'll start at the beginning, even if you've written 10,000 words, we could sit down together, talk about what's, where does this book fit in with your business? What does this connect to? What's the perspective shift someone needs from this book so that they can keep moving with you? along the journey, right? That's what that book has to do. And so that book development um, session, we, we just walk through that book to business bridge. We create an outline and a table of contents. And then if someone wants to move forward with me in the writing coaching capacity, I do that as well. And book editing too. Fantastic. And I know that the, the um, book to business bridge is in the ebook. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to encourage um, anyone who's listening and interested in writing a book to, you know, sign up for the ebook. We'll have that link in the show notes. Like I said, I've downloaded it and it's fantastic. There's such great information in there and I'm slowly but truly making my way through it. Um, so that's really great. Is there anything else you want to say about the ebook? No, I mean, it's called Your Book is the Answer, Seven Steps to Build Your Brand, Develop Your Programs, and Grow Your Business by Writing the Right Book. And um, it is a PDF version. So as soon as you sign up, you'll get it. You can read it. And um, I really do give you everything you need in there to get going in terms of creating that book to business bridge. Again, a lot of this for me is about how can I help people overcome the idea that they need a bunch of stuff before they start. You, You can start right now. Mm -hmm. You just need a little perspective on how to position your book. And it helps to have that before you write it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 
that's what I'm finding so valuable about going through it now too. I was like, I wish I would have had this before I wrote my first one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I highly recommend people sign up for the ebook for sure. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. And then what's the legacy you hope to leave behind as a writing coach, Amy? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, as a writing coach, I hope to leave a lot of inspired and creatively courageous people, um, people who are at home in their writing voice mm. and at one with their readers. You know, as a writer myself, um, I'm really big on leaving a legacy of second chances that through my words, I want people to see that they can start no matter where they are. And as a writing coach, it's similar that you have what you need within you. You have a connection to that divine well of creativity. It's just a matter of stepping into it and trusting yourself. Mm -hmm. And what's important about that message of starting now? I think that's important because when you put it off, you send yourself the message that somehow imperfection is the enemy. And it isn't. <laughs> Imperfection is the thing that made my LinkedIn post go viral. The fact that I struggled so much, that I'm imperfect. In fact, that's the message of that post, mm -hmm. that life is imperfect. Life is messy. That's what we all relate to. So if you're not starting your book now because you think you need a certain amount of money or you need to understand the marketing or you don't get right. the tech side of self-publishing or whatever it is, the obstacle that you're telling yourself is in the way, you're also, I think, unconsciously telling yourself that without perfection, you are unable to be creative. And that's wrong. Creativity is messy and imperfect and inconsistent, frankly. Mm -hmm. And if you can give yourself permission, even just today, to sit down and make some notes about what would you like that book to look like? Mm -hmm. What are some books you love? Wouldn't it be great if you could have a book that felt like that, that felt in your hands the way that book does, or a book that was about that same length? Or you love that book with all the little bitty chunks of information, and you want to write something like that. And maybe you could write one of those little chunks today. And go over to my website and grab my book if it'll help you get going and thinking about your book in relation to your business. Your creativity is innate. It's part of yourselves. And if you're struggling and putting it in a box, you're going against what it truly is, okay? It's just a natural part of you. So allow yourself to sit down and just see what comes out. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't need to edit it right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just get going. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Like we were chatting before and I was sharing with you how for me, just um, seeing things through is the win. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly like what you're talking about <clears throat> right now. It's, it's like, for me, allowing myself to co-create is the win. It's not um, the outcome that I'm so attached to. I'm more connected to allowing myself to express my truth. Mm -hmm. And that perspective shift for me has really helped with letting go of the illusion of perfection um, or I need to know everything before I move forward or, or any of that, that kind of mindset stuff. And so mm -hmm. I just think you're sharing such a beautiful message here because 
um, you know, what, what are we really saying to ourselves if we keep holding ourselves back from creation? Mm -hmm. Um, and what do you really want to create right now? What do you really want to express right now? Um, and just moving forward and through that, I think is such a incredible journey to go on. Absolutely. There's a wonderful book um, that I always recommend to people called The Artist's Way by Mm -hmm. Julia Cameron. Yes. Yeah. And if any of you listening have not read it and you're struggling with just letting yourself be creative, go pick up that book. Oh, it's beautiful. And I got to interview her once um, for a magazine article and it was such a privilege. She's, she really talks in there about um, the blocks that we have between ourselves and our, our creative nature. And one of the things she has people do is called morning pages mm-hmm. and you sit down and you fill up about three pieces of paper with just whatever thoughts pop into your head. And after that, you find that what you write is more, I guess, more in terms of your art, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's more creative. It's not just fluff that sometimes what we have, I always think of it actually as sort of like the foam on top of a beer. I know, I know I'm sober. It's ridiculous. This is my analogy, but, but it's like the foam on top of a beer. Right. And you, you have to like blow that off first. And it's like that with creativity. Right. So if you can blow that off by, so if you sit down and you start writing and what you're writing, you're like, Oh, this is crap. Like, I hate this. Just keep going. It's the foam on top of the beer. Okay. It's okay. We're all like that. I think people too think, well, writers sit down and just brilliance just pours out Okay. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> a lot of, t- I, I'm doing this, uh, writing every day for Instagram thing. I wrote something this morning and was like, oh my God, this is horrible. I can't post this. Like this doesn't even make any sense. I'm just right. It's foam, right? It's just nothing. It's whatever's bubbling up in my brain. Fortunately, I know that now. So I didn't quit. I didn't close the laptop and go watch TV. Right. I just sat there <laughs> for a minute, just sit there, take a deep breath write something else. Eventually you'll get to it. That's awesome. Um, Such great words of wisdom. I I appreciate our connection so much, Amy. And how can people find you? Thank you, Beverly. Um, I appreciate our connection too. And it's such a privilege to be here. You can find me on my website, uh, amykanderson.com. You can find me over at Instagram, Amy A. Writes, or on LinkedIn, Amy Anderson Content. And I would love to see you. I'd love to interact with you online. Email me if you have questions about a book. Um, I'm notorious about writing long emails back (laughs) with lots of info. So if you want information, if you need help, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'm happy to get you started in the right direction. Awesome. Yeah, I would just say anybody who's listening, if you're thinking about writing a book, you're in the middle of writing a book, I highly recommend reaching out to Amy and including her in your process. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your heart with us um, and many blessings to you. Thanks so much. Thanks, Beverly. And thank you for listening. Yes. our hope that today's episode has supported you in setting aside all of the reasons why you can't write your book now and inspires you to get started and share that story, that book with the world as only you can. I highly recommend that you grab Amy's ebook if you haven't already. So please check the show notes for that. 
And if you are enjoying our podcast, you can help us out so much by leaving a positive review. People love to see positive reviews and it encourages them to listen. So please support us in that way if you feel called to do so. Always remembering that the Holistic Coach Legacy is a path, not a destination. To stay course on sharing your story with others, I am encouraging you big time to share your story with the world. Many blessings to you always.